0: Today's show is sponsored by The Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com.
1: Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks, bourbon fans, If you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. What's up, everybody? This is Armand, and I'm here with the lovely Samara. How are you, babe?
0: I'm good. Um, just a little frustrated because I think we are finally becoming um, victims of the new Facebook algorithms, and it's messing up our sales for Black Bourbon Society. So, I am trying to come up with new and um, creative ways to market. Black Bourbon Society and all the events that we've got going on in the country. So what about you? What are you up to over there?
1: Well, I'm starting to figure out what's going on with this Facebook thing as well. And just trying to see how we can reach our audiences. It's like, we're going to have to go old school and start emailing people again.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to do old school and start emailing people. Y'all might start getting like a regular old phone tree from me or something, but it's really limiting the, um, how we just communicate and how we really advertise on, um, to our, our community. So, you know, we've got over 3,500 members, but literally we only get two likes on some of the events that we do. Um, and most of our people, like if I don't directly communicate with them, they have absolutely no idea that we do events in their cities. So it's, this is definitely a big problem. We've really got to figure it out
1: yeah i mean and these these glenfiddich events have been really 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 successful when we've done them and been very well received and so uh it's really good experience and so we really do want to get the word out about them because it really is some uh, a kind of programming that we have we've been getting demand for so
0: yeah i think and you know honestly if i would say i think our glenfiddich events are the best events we've done we've worked with several brands but just the content around and, and you know, for our audience, we have we're just kind of venting here. But, you know, we've got this whole series called Cocktail Conversations with um, Glymphitic and it's really fascinating content. We've got like a whole full on panel discussion. We've got experts in several fields that are really sitting down with cocktails in their hands and really just talking about life how they've broken out of the mold of working in corporate America and doing, you know, in pursuing their passions. And we do this all with having tastings of our, um, of Glymphitics por- por- portfolio. So it's something that's never been done before. Everyone who attends these events, who has attended these events on the West Coast has absolutely loved it. And so as we, you know, or launch these two events over on the East Coast, it's just really frustrating that we can't actually really get um, people to even know that these events are coming down the pipeline, let alone, you know, commit to coming out to these events. So I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, babe. I'm like so frustrated and I'm just completely like venting here. Yeah.
1: It's like, they really are just blocking us from being able to reach people. And it's, it's kind of crazy to me because as a private group, It's like if you have people that actually request to be included in a private group, then they shouldn't be blocked from receiving communication from the founder and the administrators of the group.
0: Yeah. And we and I think, you know, it's just the algorithms, right? Like we just got to figure out ways to use creative language or. I don't know. We got to speak in code or something. But the moment it looks like it's an event that we're trying to sell, the algorithms themselves just kind of they 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 bury it down into the timeline so people don't even see it. So
1: right, yeah. Okay, well, what do we do? Sounds today? like we could use a drink. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sounds like we could use a
0: drink. We can totally use a drink. What are we supposed to be drinking today? I think you picked this week. So.
1: The- We're doing a Woodford Reserve Malt.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So excited to dive in on that. We'll take a quick break and dive right in. This is Bonded in Bourbon.
0: Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Thief Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon cannot have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Stave and Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about.
1: The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50-milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Hey, everybody. We're back with Unbonded and Bourbon. Uh, we are about to dive into Woodford Reserve Distiller Select Malt Whiskey. Real excited about that. So Samar, will not you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Well, you know, this is um, a new project from Master Distiller Chris Morris and Assistant Master Distiller Elizabeth McCall. Um, they've come together and have taken Woodford, but put this whole malt spin on it. Um, and unlike a hundred percent malt whiskey, um, what they've done is they've taken the Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey, crafted with. 51% malt and aged new uh, charled elk barrels. Um, let's see, the Mashville is 51% uh, malt, barley, 47% corn, and then it's got 2% rye in it. And um, it's a 90.4 proof. So it's around that same average, um, you know, traditional proof of most Woodford reserves, um, but this is special because, of course, the barley, the mal- malted barley is the highlight that is the 51%, and this, um, you know, instead of the 51% corn, we've got 50%, 51% barley. Um, so, I am ready. Did you, did, have you poured your glass already?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's a ba- that sounds real okay. appealing. I've got my glass poured. What are your first impressions on the appearance?
0: Well, you know we love the color navy blue, so um, the fact that this Woodford Reserve has it's a traditional bottle, but it's got the navy blue um, labeling um, on on the on the bottle already. Just with the bottle shape and the design, it easily stands out, um, and it's just a rich color. That blue is very um, rich and royal to me. Um, so. You know, just off of the appearance of the bottle, it's great. It's got the same, you know, beautiful amber color that um, other Woodford Reserves have as well. So I'm excited to taste this. Um, I can already tell there's going to be a a little bit of consistency. That's what this looks like. It looks and appears as if it's going to be just as consistent um, as the quality in other Woodford Reserves. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I really like the appearance, you know, you talked about the blue label and you know that's something that, you know, we both like, I I really like the appearance of the juice as well. Uh, I found it to be kind of like a light gold, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: almost shiny, almost shiny a little bit with a little bit of a metallic tint to it even, Yeah, um, which to me, I think is pretty unique and so um, I really, I really did like it was inviting, and definitely made me want to dive into it. And so, on the nose, um, I, I did get a hint of sugar cane. I inhaled kind of it and kind of let it wash over all the way back to the back of my to the back of my palate. And a lot of people, I do want to add as a note, when you are tasted, the reason why it's so important to uh, To smell it first is because it does really go and open all the way back, um, because your the back of your nasal passage connects to your throat. So I think that's that's very important for people to know as they go to the process of tasting. And so I I've got a hint of sugar cane. Other than that, I would say the the, the notes were a little faint. Uh, didn't get any heavy uh-huh. wood or heavy uh, or heavy nuttiness. But um, it was it was still kind of it was still pleasant, but it was, but pretty light,
0: right? Well, you know that's interesting. I also agree. Um, this is very light on the nose. But I actually had I did pick up some of that nuttiness. I picked up a little bit of a hazelnut um, okay. and a little bit of chocolate. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of light chocolate. Um, definitely picked up um, some brown sugar um, mm-hmm. in it. And there's something about it. Maybe it's just like a little touch of that sweet, but um I I I'm picking up a hint of pineapple in it.
1: Mm, interesting. Interesting. Getting a little citrus on the, and that's on the nose, right? On
0: the nose, yeah.
1: Yeah. Also on the tongue, I did get some of that nuttiness I you know you said a hazelnut I think I, what I got was kind of a more of a pine
0: mm-hmm. um, so
1: but, but still very similar so I did it did come through to me uh, on, on the tongue uh, much more so than it did on the nose uh, I could see uh, y- your citrus notes and did also get pick up a little bit of that uh, one of the things that really kind of did stand out to me on the tongue, was that the flavor, was? Re- it, it really got me when I first put it in my mouth, when I first got it on the tip of my tongue. But as I washed it back towards the back of my palate and began to swallow for the finish, the flavor yeah. kind of faded a little bit to me. Um, did you have that experience?
0: Yeah, definitely faded. It's more of a, I would say, of a flavor-forward whiskey um and definitely stays on the tip of your tongue doesn't really wash all the way through the back would you agree with that
1: yeah yeah i i, I didn't dance on my tongue kind of how you th- we talk about yeah. uh some of the other burps that we've done where you know you first put on your tongue it kind of dances up and down on your uh, on your tongue yep. um and so I, but it was it was Fairly solid, I would say, uh, but it did fade as, as, you know, as it went from front to back.
0: Yeah. When we started talking about, you know, whiskeys dancing on our tongues, like you automatically know, like, I'm going to give it a nine or a ten. <laughs> like, that's typically <laughs> the prerequisite to get a very high score. Right. Um, but I totally agree. For me, on the taste, um, I got, um, it's and it's funny, babe you always say pine i always say fennel (laughs) so um i actually said that you know i picked up some fennel also you know fennel and licorice have a similar taste i feel i felt like i picked some of that up um but i still got some of that cocoa in there um and then also maybe um some marshmallow so you know and i think marshmallow typically when i taste that like it's a hint of the vanilla um but it also kind of goes with the mouth feel so there's like a touch of cream or creaminess to it so um you know for me it was just it was more on the on the you know the fennel the licorice um i even said like star anise a little bit in there on that side but then Um, I kind of got this marshmallow wash towards the end, which is very pleasant and very mellow. Um, And then, of course, you know, that kind of leaves out into Hmm. um, the mouthfeel for me, which was um, a little on the cream side. um, And just, you know, a little bit more of that uh, vanilla and soft nut. You know, nut flavors on the back end, but nothing like you said. It's still nothing that dances on your tongue, but you just know that it's there. It just kind of, you know, it passes through it and coats it with that that light flavor of it. What do you think on the mouthfeel?
1: Yeah, on, on the mouthfeel, I, I, I thought it was medium bodied. Uh, certainly wasn't really heavy. Um, but uh, it was medium bodied. It was warm, uh, had a good feel to it. I thought it was a, a I thought it was a, a nice, a nice warm feeling on the mouth. I think that, uh, it, it wasn't yeah. extremely viscous, uh, but it, I think it was just all around a good medium bodied, uh, medium bodied feel. And then going to the finish, I also mm-hmm. found the finish to be medium, medium length, um, not a lot of uh, Kentucky hug, which is okay as long as it still sits with you for a medium, right. you know, medium amount of time, a good, a good amount of time. So I, I thought the finish was pretty decent uh, as well. What about you and the finish?
0: Well, I, th- I said it was a smooth finish. It was nothing that you know totally bites, but that's what's consistent about Woodford. You know, it's ninety proof. You know, when you know when Woodford comes out of the barrel, it's a hundred and twenty plus. Um, but they do they bring it down to ninety proof for that consistent mellow, smooth taste. So I'm okay with that. You know, it's it's what I actually expected a Woodford Reserve whiskey to be. Um, so yeah, it's smooth finish. Not a lot of Kentucky hug. Kentucky hug. I kind of do pick up that two percent of the rye though. There's a little bit of spice on the end. It doesn't. It it's not super peppery. It doesn't, you know, burn your tongue or anything, but it's a little bit of a hint of pepper on the back end. Um, and I actually over—I appreciated it. So, all
1: right, yeah. Well, you ready to tally up tally up the scores?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys, and then we'll be right back, and we'll tell we'll uh, tally up and reveal our scores. So we'll be right back. This is bonded in bourbon. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips?
1: We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival.
0: But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already?
1: The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up, and to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do?
0: Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at neworleansbourbonfestival.com. We will see you there.
1: Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. We just finished tasting Woodford Reserve Distiller Select Malt Whiskey, and we are ready with our scores. So, Samara, won't you get us started off with the score for the appearance?
0: Well, for the appearance, I went with a 9, just because of the consistency, the sleekness of uh, the Woodford Reserve, and also that beautiful blue label, um, that's like the perfect blue um in my eyes. So I think they really nailed it just with being consistent. And um there's there's there should be a lot of honor in being consistent. You don't have to be wild and crazy and come up with all these weird bottle designs. Just go with what works. Um, so for me, totally a nine. I did discount it because um, you know, it it is, you know, that light amber color. I, I do like my bourbon in my whiskey to have a little bit more of a richer color so i did discount it a little bit but nine nine is good
1: so i gave it an eight on the appearance i thought it also was very good i actually was really uh kind of transfixed by the uh shiny gold kind of metallic tint to it it was something that i don't see a lot in other in other whiskeys that we that we try and so i i really enjoyed that so i gave it an eight on the appearance Mm -hmm. Um, for the nose um, I actually gave it a 6 on the nose I thought it was I got that hint of sugar cane but other than that I found it to be very faint and I didn't—I couldn't pick up much from it so I actually gave it a 6 on the nose what about you?
0: well I gave it a 7 for the very same reason um, the, the notes are there um, but they are very light um, so yeah, you know, you're a harsher critic than me. You gave them a six, I gave them a seven. But it's pretty much the same. It, it's for the same reason. Yeah. yeah
1: um yeah.
0: for taste, I also tapes? gave yeah. yeah. For the taste, I also gave it a seven. Um, and that's just because again, um the notes are there and um and I think it is really good. I really like that that mid palette, that marshmallow on the mid palette, but I wish it was just a little bit more defined um so I did give it a seven for that what do you think
1: yeah I gave it a seven as well uh I, I thought that um it did have good flavor but the flavor faded as it passed back along your palate uh and so uh, you know it was kind of like when you what you said I, I felt like it really didn't kind of grabbed me by the collar and didn't demand that I remember right. it. You know what I mean? So I really just wanted to, wanted to do that, but I, I wish that it was more, uh, it, it was longer lasting in terms of, you know, the, the flavors. And since it had so many, so many things, you remember mm-hmm. you had so many notes, right uh, from the marshmallow to the hazelnut to, and we had pine and you had star knees. So you had those things and you get all that when it first, you know, when it first gets on your tongue and then as yeah. it passes back, it kind of fades. So I gave it a seven on the t- on the taste. I gave it an eight on the on, on the mouthfeel. I thought it was right down the right down the middle of the plate. You know, it was you a know, medium bodied, warm, good feel, not too light, not too heavy. What about you on the mouthfeel?
0: I can't believe this. You actually outscored me. I gave it a seven on the mouthfeel. um but i think it's also (laughs) um, but i also think it's because like i really did want that middle palate experience and i didn't i didn't really have one like i was longing for it we got the flavors up front on the tongue um but as it passed through and just kind of washes over the rest of your mouth that whole mouthfeel experience was missing for me um so i gave it a seven
1: what about on the finish
0: now on the finish, and this isn't gonna make much sense, but it, it, it will, um, I actually gave it a nine on the finish. Um, and I gave it really? for a nine because it was it's still consistent for what Woodford Reserve creates. Um, And so that's, that's, you know, Woodford Reserve is known for this very smooth finish, Um, you know, very um, easily, you know, drinkable burnt whiskey and um, easily paired whiskey. Um, So that finish isn't overpowering. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to, you know, give you that warm hug and burn your chest and all of that. It just goes down super duper smooth. Um, And, and, you know, for that to be Woodford's intention, that's exactly what this does. So I gave it a nine.
1: Well, I gave it an eight. And uh, I I thought it was also it was, again, very similar to the to the mouthfeel. It was right down the middle, you know, medium long finish, warm, but not really any burn. You know, no real Kentucky hug, uh, but a pleasant finish. I think something that someone who was relatively new to drinking whiskey Mm -hmm. drinking bourbon would it would enjoy but also for those of us who've been uh, drinking whiskey for a while still enjoy a good medium medium finish so i gave it an eight so what'd you end up with your total score
0: my score ended up being
1: 39 39 what did you do right i ended up with a 37 So when we combine those, we end up with a 76, which is a good, good, solid score. So um, we definitely recommend that particularly if you really love the flavors of malt barley, uh, malted barley, then, you know, we really do recommend you give this one a try. Um, 76 is a solid score there.
0: Yeah, and I also think again, if you love Woodford Reserve, this is definitely one to add to the collection. If you've got the Distiller's Select and you've got the Distiller's Select Rye, then you also need to have the Malt. It will be just as consistent, and it's a nice complement to those two other bourbons that they and whiskeys that they have. Um, so yeah, I I I totally agree with you. I think yeah. this is a good score, and I think you know for a beginner bourbon or someone who likes to drink. Bourbon with their meals, um, or who just really loves Woodford's, you know, just mellow, smooth taste. This is perfect.
1: I, I agree. I agree. So, well, that wraps up the Woodford Reserve Distiller Select Malt Whiskey tasting. We hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, what do we have coming up next week? Tell them about uh, DC and Philadelphia one more time.
0: Okay, so you know you heard us venting earlier today, so let me be. Let me be calm <laughs> and and not start dragging Facebook because then they'll really block us. Um, but no, um, we are going to be in Philadelphia on October the 18th and also in Washington, D.C. on October the 21st. And these are the last two installments of our Cocktail Conversations uh, featuring Glenn Fittick. And both of these events um, feature panelists. I'm really, I'm so excited about Philadelphia. I get to work with my dear friend, uh, Cheryl Cappuccino Hayden. She is the midday radio host um, for Power 99. We went to FAM together. Um, We went to FAMU, that's our college. And um, she's just a, a good friend, a classmate. We have children the same age. We just love, we, and we've been friends for over 20 years. Um, so to pull her in on a project that I'm working with in her city, um, it really means a lot to us. Um, and, we, and I just can't wait to hug her and um, host this event with her um, in Philadelphia at Stratus Rooftop on the 18th. And then also on the 21st, we'll be in Washington, D.C. again with Glenn Um and we'll be at the back room at Capo, which is like a speakeasy uh, back room um, club type of lounge experience. Babe, it's actually in a deli, and you go through that door that looks like a freezer locker, and you enter into this lounge, beautiful plush velvet couches, chandeliers, bar,
1: wow. everything.
0: It's going to be an amazing event. Yeah. event, And that'll be Sunday afternoon from four to seven on the 21st. And we get to meet with my, my friend um, in my brain. She's my best friend. But we get to meet with uh, Winter Harris, who is a relationship coach. And she's all over social media. She's an influencer. And um, we can't wait to have a discussion with her on dating in the digital world. So um, those two big events are coming up.
1: Nice. Well, Tell us how, tell everybody how they can reach us besides Facebook.
0: Outside of Facebook, we are live without being blocked on BlackBourbonSociety.com and all of the event listings are there. You can also find both of these events on Eventbrite too. We have a Black Bourbon Society page on Eventbrite and also on Instagram at Black Bourbon Society. So there are definitely still ways to get in contact with us. Uh, Facebook does work. Definitely join our Facebook community, and that's um, you know Black Bourbon Societies um, is is the the hashtag. So slash Black Bourbon Society is how you get to our group in our business page uh, to find out more information
1: sounds good so we got you got all the ways to get in touch with us we love to hear from you guys love to hear questions suggestions anything you guys want us to taste and review for you give us yeah. send those our way uh and in the meantime we're gonna put our heads down and get back to work on these events and we look forward to seeing our philadelphia and dc uh members out uh, next week yes so the bourbon then, heights. yeah yeah <laughs> we look forward to it so Until then, we uh, we love everybody and we uh, we want to welcome you guys back to Black Bourbon Society and to the events next week in D.C. and in Philadelphia. So this has been Bonded in Bourbon. Enjoy your week and we'll see you guys soon.
0: Why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro?
1: Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Distill Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go?
0: You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.